Hello to all my beautiful souls in this vast multiverse. I hope everyone's doing good. I am coming to you guys live from my motherfucking bed. <laughs> I am actually laying on my bed. This is my first time doing a podcast episode while laying down. So, um, yeah, talk about getting motherfucking cozy, right? I'm real cozy up in this bitch. Um, as you guys may or may not know, um, last week I had a back injury, my sciatic nerve, like lower back problems, just totally took me out. Um, I actually, while I was, you know, under pain and horrible, you know, woe is me, my back, uh, uh, you know, after I did all that bullshit, I recorded an episode last week, like right after my back injury. And I recorded about like my alien experiences. Obviously, it's not as you guys, I don't know if you guys been checking for me like that, but it's been deleted. I deleted that episode because I was like, you know what? I just was only going from my like back pain, what was me perspective. But now thinking about it, like it just didn't paint the overall picture of how, you know, I mean, that's the one part of it. Like, yeah, I still have confusing, conflicting feelings about it, but all in all, I can say like, it's still pretty neutral and decent for me, but I will get into that later on. Oh, also on my last um, podcast episode, which were, were what it's called, um, how to let go of people. And I said there, I was going to, um, I was like, yeah, I'm going to talk about social events and vaccines and shit. Obviously, I didn't get around to doing that either. So yeah, a bitch has been slipping. And so I apologize for that, y'all. I've been a sad bitch lately, you know? But you know, it's part of the human life, right? You know, we go through our ups and downs and I'm a Capricorn, so feelings just, ugh, you know, I just try to act like they don't exist sometimes. <laughs> but I know we gotta feel shit in order to grow, right? But um, yeah, I just wanted to say, um, Obviously, back to the um, how to let people go episode. Um, when I mentioned I was going to talk about like my current, what I, you know, what I psychically feel about vaccines and shit, decided not to. Turns out Spotify is now censoring vaccine information. So why even put my. S- Sorry, I thought I heard something. You know, I'd be like paranoid as fuck. I'm like laying in here. I'm by myself in my house. So I was like, what the fuck is that? You know, I'm hyper vigilant to any noise. Um, but yeah, so obviously since I recently just saw an article from Spotify like a few days ago talking about they're like censoring more. So I'm like, okay, see, it worked out. I guess there's a reason why I forgot to talk about the vaccines in that episode. See, always follow your gut, y'all. Mother- it should be working the fuck out. Um so with all this being said, and again, my apologies for being inconsistent. Um, you know how I am though, guys, like I just go with how I feel. Um, that's how you live an intuitive based life. Um, sometimes I feel like it. Sometimes I'm inspired. Sometimes I'm not. But uh, yeah, so like I was saying, um, as I'm healing this damn back, doing my stretches, doing all my stuff, you know, I had a lot of time on my hands. You know, I've had to take, and take some you know, a little break from readings and shit. And so I had some time to think, had some time to channel and things like that. And so I wanted to talk about the concept of um, self-love, boundaries. And uh, sorry, my nose is like getting weird Uh, and everything in between. So today's episode, we're going to talk about self-love, boundaries, and random channel messages that I've learned in the last week of having a back that is just, I have the, I am 31 years old going on fucking 85. So let's just, we have that. Um, 
But yeah, guys, I hope you guys are doing well. Um, we are in February, so I am recording this. It is February. Oh, today's... Wait, 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 wait. Today is February 3rd. I think today's the day that ended Mercury Retrograde. So, woo How was y'all's Mercury Retrograde? You know, it's been this... You know, it's been a wild ride. But, um... Okay, but yeah, self-love and, and um, being bothered. Let's talk about that, okay? So... My idea, you know, we hear the word self-love this, self-love that, hit yourself with the self-love bat. Okay, that's not a common phrase. I just randomly made that up. And now, you know, man, I'd be laughing at my own jokes. Um, look, I rhymed without even trying. Should have been a motherfucking um, MC. Anyway... But what I was saying, you know, we hear it all the time, right? Love thyself, love yourself. You can't go a day without seeing something about loving yourself, right? Yes, it can be an uphill battle towards the, to get that love for yourself. We hear it all the time, but how do we practically do it, right? I'm a Capricorn. I'm a practical ass bitch. And so I like to keep things practical, but at the same time, It is understanding when you've been broken, you've been hurt, you've been, you know, you try to love yourself and then you just, it just, you're you're stuck in a rut or something. So today I just want to talk about a little bit of that. And so I'm just going to go off my own personal experiences. Guys, um, please take what I say with a grain of salt. Everything that I channel and everything that I think is obviously filtered through me and this personality of mine. So um, I'm just going to go off of me and hopefully you guys resonate. So What I've realized in my 31 years of life, okay? Mind you, my ass just turned 31 last month, so I ain't that old. Anyway, um, (laughs) what I've realized is this. The more I love myself, right? The more I love myself, the more I love my life. Let me repeat that. The more I love myself equals the more I love my life, which means... And which leads to the less I am bothered about other people. The quality of my life increases when I love myself unconditionally. Guys, I can't stress this enough. I cannot tell you how being confident in who I am and loving myself and not apologizing. I mean, of course, I'll apologize for things that obviously I want to apologize for, but I can't apologize for the essence the essence, <laughs> the essence of me. I had to say it like a Southern preacher, the essence, <laughs> but I was saying the essence. All right. All right. God, I can't stop the jokes. Um, I'm just happy to be back talking with you guys and I'm in a better mood. So sorry. I'm just like, I'm animated as fuck. Y'all know I'm very animated. Um, but yeah, so the quality of my life increases when I love myself unconditionally. And also when I love others unconditionally and accept things as they are, you know, I feel like, um, you know, sometimes, it just, uh, like a simple, and I mean like the simplest change in perspective towards yourself can change your life drastically, especially when that perspective is rooted in unconditional love and honesty, right? So when you are in that like true acceptance and in love with who you are at this present moment, you know, it allows you to see yourself and others with complete clarity, you know? And so you start to worry less and less about why so-and-so did this or said this. Why does bitch say this? Is she shading me? What is this? Is this a subliminal? See, you stop investigating those other people when you're like, you know what? I love myself so much. I just don't care enough to investigate this insecurity or this weird energy that I'm feeling from someone. Because look, guys, Every time we try to investigate or overlook into or overanalyze random 
words and, and opinions that people throw at us or even energies or sub shading. Like it's just, it just pulls you away from the frequency of love. Okay. Um, so with that being said, guys, you know, focus on you and watch everything unfold. Self-love, self-respect, having a sense of connection to a higher power, and most importantly, self-acceptance is key to not taking things personally and key to not being so reliant on outside successes or others to replace your own self-worth, right? And yes, it is a lonely ass journey towards self-love. I would be lying to y'all if if I would say like, oh, it's just the path towards self-love is painted with red roses and, and, and farts smell like daisies. Like, no, it does not. It is motherfucking hard and it can be lonely and you will go back and forth. You will have moments where you cave in and you're like, oh my God, why did I do this? I know I'm better than this. We all go through that and it's totally okay. You know, especially if you struggle with self-esteem issues, emotional abuse, or any kind of abuse, it is hard and it is normal to go back and forth with self-love and then kind of beating yourself up. You know, when we're in that process of trying to love ourselves, we will kind of regress backwards sometimes, but that doesn't mean that you failed or that you're not healing or something, you know? Um, Sometimes... You know, I think that when we regress, okay, so let's talk about regression. I'm talking about like when let's say we're on the path of healing or something and we're doing well for months or weeks at a time. Then all of a sudden we get re-triggered by something or we get, you know, bothered by something. And then we're more mad at ourselves for even being bothered. And we say, oh my God. I thought I've healed from this. Oh no. You know what I mean? Like, I know I'm not the only person who thinks like that, you know? And so when that happens, okay? So here's the deeper metaphysical reason, right? So sometimes when, you know, um, we're healing or things and we uh, we end up in, or, or, or what about this, guys? You're healing, right? And then you get thrown back into a similar situation or you meet so- or someone from your past who brought out the worst side of you randomly comes back into your life or you run in- or you get into a new relationship with someone and they're mirroring old traits. And obviously you're like, okay, this must be some kind of test God, you know? But here's what I want to say on a deeper metaphysical level is that we sometimes get thrown back into situations or to people that you thought you mastered just to see, not only for a test to see, obviously a lot of it is, what is this person going to do differently? That's how spirits see it. Not other than, now that's only one part. Another part is sometimes we get thrown back in these situations just to see how far we came, just to see if there is something you might have missed. Sometimes we think we mastered everything, but it is not until we're back into that same thing until we were like, oh my God, I didn't see this about myself or this person, right? So you know, like I said, like when old shit or old people wounds and everything resurface, you know, it's going to test your patience. Do you have patience and courage to get through this again? Um, it doesn't mean that you failed or you didn't heal it. I think it could mean that, you know, um, you are where you're meant to be and you have to show up for yourself and have more compassion, right? Um, I know that, it can be motherfucking difficult. It can, you know what I'm saying? It is. And I'm just here to tell you that. And, uh, what I'm here to tell you is this, when you are treating yourself with love and you are 
building your self-love. With self-love becomes, like I said, clarity. Not only with clarity and it brings a lot more, you know, beautiful abundance to your life, but let's talk about this. The other side of it, which is boundaries. Why are boundaries so hard? Boundaries are so fucking uncomfortable. Like, can I get an amen? It is uncomfortable when you have to be like, yo, you know, when you had to hit someone up with that text or call or something and you're like, yeah, I'm kind of going through some, I, I can't really be as communicative or, you know, I hear what you're saying, but I can't participate in your drama or your venting calls anymore. You got, you know what I'm saying? Like I've had that conversation with a few people in my personal life and it's like brutal y'all It's brutal and it's uncomfortable, but you know what? A lot of the courage and as uncomfortable as it is, because this is what I what what I've always been channeled from my own spirit guides, what they considered success, and this could just be for me personally, what they consider success for me, but maybe this might help anyone out there. But what my spirit guides always tell me what they consider success is, for example, like when I was talking about being uncomfortable setting boundaries, being uncomfortable, but doing it anyway, you know, or sometimes like feeling the fear, but making a positive action despite it, right? Um but what I, but basically what I was saying with the boundaries and self-love, how they go hand in hand is this, is that when we finally set boundaries, as uncomfortable as it is in the present moment to do it, we are actually, um, we are actually loving ourselves enough to finally stand up for ourselves to say, you know what? It is not worth it. Being a people pleaser, I've said this before in many posts and I'm going to say it again. It's a motherfucking scam. And so when you finally get tired that you know, who you are as a person is worth more than what you can do for people. You know that? And if you don't, I'm here to freaking tell you. Your purpose on life is not just to um, please people, to, you're we're here to help people, okay? So there's a difference between helping people, which is like an equal energy exchange kind of thing, you know, but versus like people pleasing because you're worried that if you don't people please, you'll lose your, you'll lose your spot in someone's life or they won't like you as much. And so our self-love teaches us that, you know what? Good, I'm better off alone than to be with someone who only who only likes me if I'm appeasing them or doing what they want me to do because that's one-sided, totally. And so the self-love directly correlates with the uh, ability to set boundaries. And like I said, I love myself and it's still uncomfortable setting boundaries. And like I said, not saying the uncomfortableness is just gonna magically go away, but it does get easier. It does, it does. And also with self-love, you know, which is an obvious, right? Becomes better standards because when we are in relationships with people and we feel something's off, we feel like we're being disrespected, but yet we're still staying, you know, and even though we know something's off, we know that we could be treated a lot better by someone else in this world, right? And, you know, sometimes that can be very, uh, you know, like a mind fuck, right? And so, you know, I always feel that like, you know, healing ourselves will bring the clarity and help make us, you know, make better, healthier choices when it comes to, you know, dealing with certain people in our life who we're unhappy with or whatever. And, you know, anyone can be quote nice, but doesn't mean they are compatible on a soul level. And this is uh, something completely random that I channel, but you know, we have to dig deeper and trust our gut always. Um, like I've, I've said this before in a post and I'm gonna say it right now, just live is that just because someone is nice, it does not mean they are the right one for you. Let me say that again. Just because someone is nice, 
oh wow you're so sweet it doesn't mean that they are the right one for you beating being treated with respect and kindness guys is a mother effing standard sometimes we've been hurt guys we've been hurt by so many people so we attach ourselves to the first quote nice person that comes our way you know we got to break these patterns of like codependency because you know you don't want to feel like um you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all know what I mean. It's just, it's a lot of the, our core, when, when, when we get rejected, when we get, you know, people betray us or we're upset with someone or whatever the case may be, right? We are, I believe that the soul lesson comes into how can I love myself in this moment despite feeling the shame, rejection, etc. Because as sorry i keep getting like um i thought someone was at my fucking door so sorry about that guys <laughs> so excuse my add you know what i mean i'd be all over the place but like i was saying like um when we are shit i lost my whole train of thought damn i'm sorry it's like busy out here today like i mean like i'm in my room on my bed but it's like people are like i can hear um like dogs and shit outside. And I thought someone was like near my door. So my bad. Um, but yeah, like after going through a dark time or just settling for less, you know, we meet someone new or we meet someone and we think, wow, they're so nice. Although, like I said, being kind, respectful, nice should be a standard for connecting with people. But for some of us, we may have run, run into bad person after bad person and unknowingly attach ourselves to the first nice person we encounter. Attaching yourself to a person, again, in my opinion, not always healthy. Okay. Um, attachment. What I mean by attaching, what do you mean? We hear the words attachment all the time, right? What does attachment mean? I mean, attachment means it gets borderline obsessive. Okay. So attachment means like, oh my God, I love you so much. I like you so much that a lot of my day and a lot of my thoughts are just focused on you. I don't have much going on except thinking of you and being with you and you know, what are you doing? And getting just hyper on their ass, you know what I mean? And so, you know, you don't want to have that like codependent kind of thought, that codependent like kind of uh, vibe, vibration where your happiness depends on if that person reaches out to you or if you are together with that person or, you know what I mean? Um, so like, like I said, back to the nice person thing, the nice people, you know, nice person, they are not the first or last person you will ever encounter who will be kind to you or listen to you. Sometimes we put people on pedestals too quickly because they showed us some kind of kindness or seem to be quote different than everyone else. Guys, being kind is a standard in my opinion. That's like the bottom of the barrel standard. Now, what you have to ask yourself is this, um, what are your standards or values as far as how you should be treated? Rethink and get to know what love and respect feels and looks like for you. Sometimes after so many heartbreaks, we forget what it feels and looks like or what we really want. We're just so broken, right? And so we got to get deeper than quote, they are nice. You know, if we're looking to establish meaningful connection with others, you know, someone can be nice, but you may be totally be blinded to other aspects of the personality or soul. So you know, like I was saying about self-love and healing our wounds and traumas from our past, we gain our power back. We gain our self-esteem, our self-worth back, and it helps us see people and ourselves a lot more freaking clearly, you know? Um, and so that's just one part of the, you know, uh, topic I want to talk about today. I also wanted to bring up, 
um, there was this quote I seen online, guys, right? And it said, with my desire to improve everything, I destroy the moment. You know what? When I saw that this last week, I really, like, really on a deep level resonated with that shit. And so, you know what I thought about that? I said, you know, it really goes to the perfectionists. You know, all the perfectionists out there were people like myself who are always constantly quote doing the work to heal you know I really come to the conclusion that by me always trying to seek to improve what is I take away from the present moment I also unknowingly set myself up to never be quote healed or feel enough in my growth or healing by always thinking I'll be better in the future I am whole as I am right now, regardless if I healed past traumas or if I'm in the current process of healing, I am whole and enough, guys. I want to be present with who I am and my emotions as is without overanalyzing or minimizing my greatness just because I'm working on myself. And I've really, I've channeled that message the other day about being cool with what is. I know I'm working on myself, but I'm not going to be angry or upset with this current version of myself just because I'm in the process of evolving to the next version of myself. And guys, it never stops. The spiritual awakenings and healings and all this other shit, it just keeps going. So I cannot stress enough how much I get so much messages from spirit about how the present is all that is and all that matters anyways, you know? Um, and how we think about ourselves in the present, not what we're trying to, of course, what we're trying to work on in the future is important, but how do we love ourselves now despite not being or, or being what we want or having what we want? You know what I mean? Um, we can work on ourselves and accept ourselves simultaneously. I'm going to repeat that. We can work on ourselves and accept, our, and accept ourselves simultaneously. So it's about letting go at looking at healing and growth as black and white, you know, opening the perspective to see that you can be a work in progress and accept all versions of yourself, your past self, when you made cringe mistakes in the past, present self, where you don't know what the fuck you're doing, but hey, do it with optimism. And even the future self, our future self is being created moment by moment by our present moments as we speak, even right now as I'm talking. So accepting and love all that made you, you. Accept your past, present, and soon to be future. Um, you know, it's uh, understanding that life is about self-improvement, knowledge, and loving and learning so that we can evolve as a soul and as a human race. But uh, we got to balance it with just being, you know, just motherfucking flowing and just being whoever and whatever you are at this present moment. And while, yes, I know what it's like to be like in a bad funk, like I was in a bad funk this last week, but I still had a laugh at myself because you know what? This is all part of the process. I love miserable me. I love happy me. I love animated me. I love depressing me. (laughs) I love anxious me. You know, I love all those versions of me because all of these bits and part, all these bits and pieces of, you know, who we are and all these different ups and downs of who we are is painting the bigger picture of our overall, our soul, you know, and um, just wanted to kind of just take the moment and just kind of speak on this a little bit. And hopefully, you know, whoever this reaches, it reaches. And um, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you guys for listening as always. Oh, question. Um, If anyone's making this far into this episode, um, I'm thinking of creating a new class. I already have a psychic development class, spirit guides class. So I don't know. Tell me how you think. Um, would you guys be interested in doing um, like learning how to see your own past lives kind of class 
What about remote viewing or missing, finding a missing person or murder cases? What I mean by, okay, let me, let me explain this. Murder cases. Sometimes in my um, mentorships, like, uh, I, with certain, with certain students, I will, or clients, I will send, um, like a murder victim, someone who was murdered and they use their own intuitive, intuitive mediumship skills to investigate how this person has passed, who was a murderer and etc. If you're into that, let me know. Or if you'd rather do like a past life thing, um, learning how to read your own past lives. Now I'm different. I don't go through the Akashic records actually technically and and on the, the literal formality, going through the Akashic records is the normal, usual way to get to uh, many of the, the past lives, right? Me, on the other hand, I don't go through the records. I have a different method where I've learned through my own spirit guides. And it's kind of like how I do a reading. It just kind of flashes up. So it's kind of like using my psychic abilities to access past lives, if that makes sense. So um, just want to throw that out there so you guys don't think I'm going to Kasha Records because I am not a Kasha Records reader. So I'm just letting you know. But I do have my own method. That's why I um, see a lot of people's past lives. It just pops up like in a clairvoyant way. Um, so yeah, I can either do a clairvoyant class that deals with remote viewing remote viewing which is being able to project your consciousness and see what's going on in another piece of the world or on the moon it's there's no limits to our imagination and consciousness i uh, just wanted to throw that out there so if you guys are interested in a past lives b um finding missing people or um reading the energy of the dead or like you know murder cases whatever let me know because i'm thinking of doing some kind of class in the spring or just creating it in the next month or two so let me know and that would be great and i hope you guys have a wonderful blessed 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 rest of your day and um until the next episode peace